0: Drive Shack, so Drive Shack is like Top Golf. Drive Shack, from what I read, from what I read, it originated in Orlando, Mm -hmm. so it's probably been down there. And um, like I said, it's like Top Golf, and they got you know it's gonna be a full bar. It's gonna be food, that's and then and when we went, man, top golf. The food was actually good too. It's like bar food, you know. You got wings and so
1: like, little uh,
0: little niblets uh, and stuff like that, or whatever. They need
1: some more pictures. I guess they're not completely finished. They only
0: oh, no, have pictures yeah. at the outside. See, that's what I saw too. And so I rode by there this morning. When I rode by, you can you can see the it's nets. Huge. You can see the netting from the highway.
1: That's the outside. That's gonna be nice when
0: though. you drive the ball. Like they got nets that sit up like a couple hundred yards high. To catch the, exactly.
1: To be from the highway.
0: So I'm riding down 40. You can see the nets from the highway. I'm like, what the freak is that? And then so I'm like, I pulled up my location. I went to Waze to see what, what my location hey. was. And then so right to the right of me, mm-hmm. the address said Play Golf Way.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, that and is. Then,
0: so I was like, "Play Golf Way." I'm like, "Why would they name a street Play Golf Way?" Let me see what that is. So I Google Play Golf Way, and then boom, that's what I got.
1: Drive Shack. Let's check out this pricing though. Weekday pricing open until uh, open until one p.m. is twelve dollars an hour. One p.m. to mm-hmm. so five is fifteen dollars an hour. 5 p.m. to close, fifty dollars an hour. Yeah, your, wow. Your uh, one, your uh, open to one is a thirty dollar cap. Your one to five is a forty dollar cap, and your five to close is fifty. On the weekend, from opening to 1 p.m. is thirty. That's, that's more expensive. Then to top, go, top golf was like thirty five dollars. And 5 p.m. to close on the weekend is fifty bucks for yeah, one hour. They
0: got to make the money, and they're going to make it.
1: They are for they people, go, for those who like running really into
0: golf. Well, yeah. it let me. Th- that's
1: the thing. It's yeah. not
0: even about golf.
1: No, but I'm saying you you can enjoy golf and you can have a bar experience with food and TVs. I think Check people are going out. to drive towards that. So
0: think about it. You like you lot. like going bowling. I'll be watching. You yeah. you like going bowling? It's the same thing. Like you go bowling, most people suck. <laughs> and and That's guess why I what? i don't like
2: playing bowling. Don't game. even try. Baby.
0: Don't even try. I'll <laughs>
1: well, so, like be good at
0: times. independent so, <laughs> on the day. Yeah, but but so golf. So golf is a lot more challenging than bowling. If you think you suck at bowling, you're going to (laughs) – The flick of super the wrist. suck at golf. Yeah, you're gonna swing. super suck at golf. But it's but it's fun though. Like you hit the ball and you're like, Oh my god, I suck. Let me go get another drink though. <laughs>
1: and I'm really gonna suck. Right. When I come let me back. go get let me
0: get these let me, let me buy another <laughs> wing. But it's really about like getting up next time. now at top golf in Charlotte, you know, around ten o'clock or whatever, so they had a DJ out there oh, playing awesome. the music and it got real. So
1: So is this like near the Beltline they're the NC State area, belt Beltline. Near... This is like Cary.
0: This is okay. like practically in Cary. The address oh. says Raleigh, but it's practically in Cary.
1: I don't see no DJ and stuff coming. Down. Oh, they're going to they coming.
0: they coming. I don't know
1: about the Cary area. They're coming. <laughs> nah, Cary has Dave
2: and Buster's. They didn't, it, they didn't put it to Raleigh for a reason. They might be trying to build up, Carrie, because I heard that the mall is not popping right now. That
1: mall is actually closing. Carrie Thompson needs to be. closing it.
2: Not close. I'm
1: sorry. A lot of the stores. A lot of your main and flagship stores moving. are moving and closing from yep. that mall. Like, they already lost J. C. Penny. I think Macy's is gone. Gosh. There's no Gap. There's no Limited, like, Express. Probably left like those stores that you know people commonly shop. Carytown Center has been losing those stores for a while. The dealers might still be there. That Not sucks, sure,
2: man. Because I had some good memories in that mall. Yeah, I love that mall. Yes, I went I to Carytown Center a lot. Mm-hmm. We used to skip school and go there and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't go there no more and think about, you know, all the fun times because there's no stores in there anymore.
1: I'm surprised.
2: I'm upset
1: that they blocked. You know, they were getting ready to bring Ikea there and that guy canceled they it was coming no, they was I going, going for it and all of a sudden i was like nope we're not bringing it don't know why that happened but it's not
2: happening right now ain't no telling it was a bidding war because we definitely need the ikea here
1: i mean like to drive all the way the to charlotte, charlotte that don't
2: make no sense <sighs> not
1: none i was like i want to, I want to i can't <laughs> we went to the one in charlotte that was like a field trip listen it, it took is us a field like trip. three hours to walk around yeah this yeah it definitely it's is a big. field trip it's, it's really huge beach. i said so how do we get off this ride it's not uh, an exit <laughs> we didn't have to walk through the kitchen wares. um just need to know how to get off this maze
2: Hey guys, what up? It's V from Stay Tuned Podcast. What's going on with you guys? What's up? We are hopping into episode seven. This is Mind Your Business. But first things first, let's talk about these trending topics. What's going on with Jay-Z? So Jay Z has well,
1: everybody just directly says Jay-Z, but Rock Nation has signed a deal with the NFL. To control uh, The entertainment basically Contribute to making decisions on entertainment Not just for the Super Bowl for the NFL entirely
2: And people are really feeling some type of way about it I don't understand why I mean of course it was a business move He is now going to have creative control over The artists that do your halftime shows For the NFL Not for some little minor league group But for the (laughs) NF And the L Uh, that's, That's like a huge power
1: play I kind of feel like it is, too. I can understand why people are thinking he's just being a businessman first after all of the things that have gone on with the NFL, all of the protesting and, you know, things of that nature. But I I think he wants to sit at the table to be inside. I think he's trying to be proactive after we've brought attention to the issue. In my opinion, I want to see what the end game is. I feel like he has an end game for this and he knows what he wants to do with it. I want to see if that comes to fruition before I pass. What are people angry about, though? I mean, they feel like he's basically like, why would you go sign with the NFL? We're still having issues. We're still having coaches or owners that are telling players they can't kneel, that are kind of disregarding the issues that – um, let's just go ahead and talk about Colin Kaepernick was basically protesting in the first place by kneeling. Um, so they I think they kinda feel like you signed a deal with the devil yeah. and they, they're losing respect for him for that.
2: I think that sometimes you just have to go against the grain and, and sometimes it takes you making helping to make the change. Agreed. Um, just like we talked about in the last episode, some people just don't know. So how about, you know, changing the current, changing the tide and bringing awareness inside. Um, And, you know, Jay-Z has the money to be able to talk on their level sometimes people won't pay attention to you because you technically don't have what it takes to be in that room Mm -hmm. with them now he has what it takes to be in this room with him he's a billionaire people our little thirty thousand dollars a year can't even equate so your talk what you got to say might be a little bit different because he has the money to, to talk his talk so to speak I so mean, and the,
1: i mean he and he's very smart and sound when he moves as far as business goes so i i kind of feel like he may know what he's doing and we're not looking at it with a
2: more no. broader scope no this is a business game this is a uh, uh like a chess play right. at this point Agreed. he knows exactly what he's doing so i'll be interested to see how everything plays out shout out to you jay-z more money for y'all
1: More money, more money, more
2: money, (laughs) more money for y'all. Um, trending topic number two. Shout out to all my little babies going back to school. I hope that you guys make it. And I shout out this out in the last episode, but I really hope that you guys do good this 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 year. You guys got to start off strong, okay? Mm -hmm. Start off strong so you can finish strong.
0: Are you not going to introduce your co-hosts and guests? (laughs) I am. I'm going to
2: introduce <laughs> you guys after I get finished with the trending topic. I had one more.
0: Got people just sitting here talking, <laughs> and, and they don't know who's you know. People don't know who they're listening to. I
2: mean, I feel like y'all should know who I'm is by now. This is structure. You know. This is see. I got podcast <laughs> structure, and and you know you messing up my flow. Brooke, go ooh, ahead with uh, trending topic number three, please. <laughs> I ain't
0: even never. Been you just said show, number but, two. You just said number
2: two. I did. Now we got to talk about number three. All right, now that I'm back to my, what I was saying. um, (laughs) Happy birthday, Nipsey Hussle. Happy birthday, Nip Nip. Yeah, man. The marathon continues. It does. Shout out to Lauren London and your children. Uh, May your soul continue to rest in peace. Mm -hmm. The marathon is, is still popping. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, you guys. What up? Welcome to Stay Tuned Podcast episode seven (laughs) mind your business like my husband need to mind his business you know what i'm saying shout out to my homegirl brooke
1: more fire more fire more fire
2: and we have a special guest on this episode charles my husband Charles is here with us on episode seven. It was
1: so choppy. <laughs> thank
2: you. Charles. Thank you for, thank Listen, you Kobe me. is not allowed on this thank episode. You. Kobe or Shaq or whoever you're trying to be.
0: Thank you for acknowledging
2: <laughs> me. I'm about to turn Kobe your mic off. Thank you, thank you for acknowledging me. Get away from here, <laughs> foolish. He yeah, had the
1: same cadence. There's no emotion in it at all when he is foolish.
2: Oh. All right, so I wanted to talk about folks minding their business. This, and this is not gonna be the episode that you think is gonna be. This is gonna be about the social and the societal pressures that we all face in twenty nineteen. Actually just in life period. Whether or not you're a man, you're a woman, you're single, you're married, everybody faces different. Issues amongst their peers and societal pressures that they that they face amongst their community as a whole such as why don't me and Charles have any kids that would affect our community. Social pressures are the ones that you feel amongst your peers. Um, things like, um, your grades, academic pressures, socioeconomic pressure. You would feel that, but this one is just strictly about you minding your business because people are not doing what you feel like they should be doing. Oh girl, you single. Why you single girl? I can't believe you single girl. You not married girl. And look. Lord forbid you actually have a baby. Where a baby daddy at? Why you ain't married? And let me tell you all the reasons that you're not, even
1: though I'm not too. I'm just going to tell Stupid. you all the reasons that you're not <laughs> married.
2: <laughs> or why you ain't got no man. You know, so let's hop into it. So I found an article on the... <laughs> so I found an article on theconversation.com. Shout out to the writers there. They wrote an article... Um where they performed a focus group for men that were in between the ages of 18 and 30 years old. And these men basically said that they feel pressured um, into, based on their peers, based on um, the world. The world is saying that you have to have a good job, that you have to be the provider of your household, that you have to be married, that you have to have kids, that you have to be the breadwinner, that you have to look good. So from the man's standpoint, they're saying that they feel this pressure to perform and be a quote unquote man because there's this man box that you have to be in and there are certain things that you have to do to perform to equal out to being a man and so this census was actually performed in the UK US and in Mexico Charles do you feel like the world pressures you to perform or to be a certain way personally I
0: admire people who are just themselves I admire free spirits. I like free spirits. I like people who are real. I want those are the people who I, you know, kind of validate. And, you know, what is a man? You look at somebody in a, you know, a public figure or something like that of some sort, and you look into them, you know, as, as an idol or as an influence. And a lot of times you look at celebrities and people in the public light, for that influence. And, you know, a lot of times they're just not that they don't fit all the criteria that, you know, you would think that it would take to be a man. Um, really every man is different. And just because, you know, the next guy doesn't do what I do doesn't make him any less of a man, right? You know, and it doesn't make me any more of a man. It's all about the individual. That's why you know at the beginning I said I I, I just I value free spirits. I value real people, people who are going to be themselves, and you know people who are going to pave their own way. You know you can create what it is. You know like you know there's no real definition to being a man. Mm. You know like in the definite like if you you ask somebody what is a man, what defines a man, the only thing that you can really say is like. Oh, X chromosomes on a penis or whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's X chromosomes or Y chromosomes. I don't know. Right. I, can't, I can't remember. But whatever. Um, but, you know, sure, that's what defines a man or a male, I should say. Nobody can really tell you, you know, what, what a man is bec- or what it takes to be a man. You know, you can only assume like, okay, well, I did this. I did that. And I'm successful. So I'm a man. You need to follow after me. But uh, that's why I say people can just find their own way, you know, to becoming a man or whatever. So I don't think it's I don't think it's any one thing or any formula that you have to form or try to have to, you know, concoct to, you know, be a man. Whatever
2: makes you a man. Yeah. um, To Dive more into it. This article is saying that a lot of guys actually feel this pressure to be violent to prove that they're a man. Ah! Emitting your emotional issues is a sign of weakness. I am caveman. Stupid. <laughs> um, and um, you also have to engage in some type of sexual activity, maybe before you're ready. Um, you know, swooning over a woman, it's talking a about women sexually wow. in order to prove that you're a man. And these just may be things that you're not even ready for. And um if you I guess go against that, then you're labeled as being gay
1: which is odd to me. It I happens mean, all the time. Why? I mean, first of all, shout out to the men who actually took the time to join that study and and vocalize or express the fact that they feel pressured. I mean, right. it takes a lot for you to even and a lot for some men because you're right. Our societal norms and cultures have, you know, pressured men into suppressing you know feelings, emotions and things because they feel like it makes you less masculine and makes you less of a man. So, for you to even come forth and do a study and say, "Hey, i'm feeling like i have to conform myself to somebody that i'm not just so i can be seen as a male figure or quote unquote a man um that takes a lot
2: definitely to do
1: yeah and we definitely got to stop that i mean because you know it even comes down to people and their mannerisms the way they mm-hmm. move their hands the their the deepness of their voice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes down to that
2: where you're like, Oh man, you, wait, you must we be were, around a lot of females. Remember when we talked to Meach, and he said that he had been raised by his mother. Mm-hmm. His father was an alcoholic. He was mm-hmm. not in the home, but Meech who is a, um, drill sergeant in the Marines. is he a drill sergeant. I think he, so. He's think well, he is. I forgot what he said he was, but Beach got a job and he he's did. employed by the Marines. Yeah, and so he was saying that <laughs> when he first went in, he, well, just growing up, he felt like his voice was feminine. He was mm-hmm. like, I still don't like my voice. I'm like, bro, what? Yeah, Your voice is deep. He sounds like a regular like, man. Yeah, he do. Like, like a regular her, you, But you're, he said that women or people who would call the house when he was growing up, he would answer the phone and people thought that he was his sister. And he's just like, you know, no, I am me. I am, you know, Demetrius. Wow. Like, so. I mean, he maybe
1: was young, you know, puberty. Sometimes it takes a while for you to Definitely. come into your, That's correct. your grown or adult voice no. person. You for can, your voice have to a
0: de- you can, you can have like a baritone, but Still be feminine.
2: I mean, I have so. I have a deep voice. My voice is not like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can make <laughs> it. I can make it. Hey girl, but for the most part, my voice is pretty deep. I feel like my you tone. Is I don't is have too. the Beyonce. Beyonce's nah, voice is deep. Yo, 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 yo. Her
1: and Alicia Keys. Yes, her voice is deep. <laughs> for them to hit the type of yeah. octaves and notes no, that they do, <laughs> and then you be on, <laughs> and you yeah. be in the interview like, hey y'all, how y'all hey, doing? Hey, <laughs> I'm from Texas. Up? Right. Way back in, in, t- in Damn, sister. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. You know what I'm saying, but
0: there, uh, I mean, like divorce thing, like I mean you can you can have a divorce and still and it still be feminine, like, you know, you, you just I mean I mean, you know.
1: I, I mean but t- stop. You know?
0: I don't really care, you know, I mean gosh i right. think that's a it's de- it's de- see my voice is deep <laughs> I cannot. but can't know, can't right <laughs> right like, you know, i can't even it look at like you right now i can't
2: even look at you your valley you sound it's deep, like somebody but from people the say valley. that it's you sound feminine. like you're from california <laughs> yeah deep.
1: like and but a whole
2: bunch of like feminine
0: it my, my my voice is still deep
1: could
2: you imagine being um like together and you call my name and we're we're together like right now and that's how you talk veronica and I'd be like, who's who? Who, who calling me? Talking? Who? who, who mm-hmm. Who's that?
0: Huh? Veronica, calling? me, over here. The, the guy. <laughs> no.
1: The Why guy. Are
2: <laughs> what are some? <laughs> what are some of the social pressures that you feel, um, Brooke? Um, some of the most asinine because I know they ask you questions that you've been asked <laughs> um, because it doesn't fit into whatever the world thinks is
1: why why you and Tawana daddy ain't married yet i mean like y'all have known each other mm. forever and i mean y'all just i mean gosh. Y'all might as well get married. Might as well. Gosh, I hate
0: that. Might as well.
1: First of all, first and foremost, people. Just people. And I'm not talking to those persons specifically. I'm saying this because this is yes, how I was, feel. Not mine. I mean, I'm saying I'm talking to everybody, but I want people to understand okay. that no, curious, longevity same. in a relationship does not necessarily mean, mean it's forever. Good. That's okay? Good. Or mean it's good for you. Listen. Mine is well.
2: Listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> first of all, <laughs> I was very young. I was in high school when I started or developed that relationship with him. And you grow. You start learning who you are. You start learning what you like, what you do not like. You just become your own person. And sometimes you grow apart. And sometimes you're just too stubborn because you're so accustomed to where you are and what you, who you're with and what you're doing. You're afraid of change. You're afraid to step out and so that doesn't mean that you should marry that person Mm -hmm. um there are a lot of people that have gotten themselves into a forever situation um and that's just not marriage you bringing bringing together your households your finances and stuff with somebody that they probably never should have ventured into that you know should have never gotten married Mm Never procreated with that person. I mean, it's just, and it's hard really? for you to keep asking. Stop asking people why they not married. Stop, you don't even know. I've never just sat down and been like, he might have left me. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that's what happened to me, but I mean, that could that person could have left her, that person. It could have been anything that happened that you don't know. And here you are feeling like you about to give some type of profound advice because <laughs> you just, had them life experiences and you think you know best right that's number one why y'all ain't have another baby Mm. (laughs) or when you gonna go and have that second one girl Mm. now my mama can pick on me my family can pick on me about that you know i'ma just talk to them anyway they already know i have no intentions of starting back over y'all my child is a teenager like a few years off of graduating high school it's not gonna happen um but It's just not. But stop asking people (laughs) stuff like that because you don't know if they're infertile. You don't know if they've been traumatized. You don't know if they may have some type of uh, mental disconnect. You don't know if they had, you know, any type of post-traumatic stress, anxiety. You just don't know why people haven't had that second, third or first for that matter, child, you don't Amen. know. Amen. Amen. It, it
0: is a very insensitive question. It is a very insensitive question. Just
1: please be mindful when you're talking about people life, y'all. I've
0: never understood it. I've never understood it. I'm not saying that I've always been the smartest person, you know, from from when I was a teenager or whatever, but I can remember back when, um, you know, I have a, I, I, I got a, um, a couple of, um, that are, uh, are friends that I grew up with, um, you know, who are high school sweethearts or whatnot. And, you know, they went on to get married and, you know, to this day, you know, they still don't have children, but, um, you know, they had, uh, you know, fertility issues or whatnot, but that's not something they expressed to the public and it's not something that they should have no. expressed to the public. I mean, it's to. their personal business, but, um. You know, people would always ask them. They would continue to ask them, even their family, who they've already let them know what's going on. You know, people would still ask them, hey, you know, when y'all having kids and oh, you'll be such a great dad. and Oh, you'll be such a great mom. And oh, you y'all should do this and y'all should do that. And everybody wants to dictate uh, what they do in their lives, man. You know, and this, and, and you have nothing. Yeah. Oh, you, you, but you, but, you, you you're close girl, to forty.
1: You're thirty up, five. Them you're thirty seven. You're
0: thirty nine. Oh, you're forty one. <laughs> Is it ever going to happen?
2: You know ovaries, girl. That, that type <laughs>
0: stuff or whatever. But like you know, I mean, I, like I said, like I said, looking back then, I never, I never understood that. I've never asked anybody that. I, I'm thinking back. And you know, as many people that I've interacted with, I don't think I've ever asked anybody that, like any couple, like, hey, when y'all having children, or hey, are y'all going to try to have? I don't think I've ever asked anybody that. And I just because I don't, I I just don't think it's an appropriate question for anybody. I don't think it's appropriate for anybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, I and I saw a Facebook post recent, like a couple days ago, where it was a lot of it was a lady on her knees with a lot of um home pregnancy tests around her and she was sobbing. <laughs> <Hey, laughs>
2: she was crying. No, she was
1: crying. It just <laughs> no, but the illustration was a lot of bullhorns around her with these particular types of questions. Mm-hmm. But going into the comments, there were so many women who are infertile who have tried. Yep. Um and another thing they were saying, like it's always no disrespect to men, but it's always seems to be looked at the woman, woman. as having the oh issue and God. I mean the things and 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 listen, like I said, for my family, they can joke with me about having another, but there are some very assertive, pushy uh family members that just don't know how they to give up <laughs> yep. and just won't let people be Definitely. you know because of what they feel like you know you should be doing Where with you your life be. and children in marriage. Um, own home ownership, certain profession, uh, certain um, excuse me, not professionalisms, but certain careers, career paths, sh- career paths should be for someone, and it's not. Let that person be the person that if you're giving them guidance so they can be better at becoming what their path is e- or walking into their path. Excuse me, do that, but just stop, you know, badgering people, y'all, you're
2: bombarding them, we like it. overwhelming yes. folks with Definitely. this stuff. I agree. Um, I probably got to more than ever. than In my life, just being with Charles more than ever. And I know people see us. They're like, Oh, you guys are such a loving couple. You guys love kids. You're so compassionate. You would be the best mom ever. Oh my God, Veronica. You're just. <laughs> Why don't you have your own kids? I think that if I could get paid at least $10 for every time, Hey, we've been know, asked i will have know, some money out. in the <laughs> bank it is one of the most insensitive questions that you could ever ask me and what i don't do is now i don't shy away from the answer mm-hmm. the answer is like just watching people when when because <laughs> you asked me an insensitive question let me give you the real answer mm-hmm. what you gonna say to that it's like a light bulb goes off. You can see it's like a thunderbolt ripples mm-hmm. through their body because they really just don't know what to say. And you
0: know, they they go, oh, yeah. you hate
1: children. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I don't like kids. <laughs> you hate children. I sacrifice, sacrifice them. <laughs> about like,
2: about well, six years I ago, Charles and I sat down. We said We said, oh, we're going to have children. We made a decision together. We actually planned for them, unlike any other black people that we know. We actually (laughs) said, oh, my God, we had that Hallmark Lifetime moment. Hey, would you like to start preparing to have a baby? Yes. We hugged and kissed afterwards because it's like, oh, this is exciting. Do you want to have a baby? Yes. Do you want to have a baby? Yes. Hugged and we embraced each other, and we decided that we would be on the path to having a baby. I watched the ovulation calendar, and I did everything that was possible. I laid down and had my legs up after we had sex, and you know it's just just beautiful.
0: That that that's enough. That's enough. I think people get the picture. I mean, that's that's enough. I wish I
2: could just be in the
1: room.
0: (laughs) You want to be in the room.
1: First of all, is, she is, wasn't that is, saying that she that wanted to be not in the running back. No, I'm not. I said, I wanted, said she, I wanted y'all to be in the room where we were recording it so y'all could see the exchange of facial expressions uh, and actions oh, between these two. Yeah. Oh, but I'm not trying miss, to be in the normal.
0: I misunderstood.
1: <laughs> well, you, you know, you ovulating and trying to get these eggs and sperm yes. to yes. meet and to connect. I wasn't trying sperm to, to be me, there
2: connect, <laughs> you know? love on each other, hug <laughs> you know? each other, embrace. Yes. And after months <laughs> of trying, I actually, we went down because trying. Charles and I eloped and then we celebrated our honeymoon probably four months later, four or five months later. So we go down to the beach, we come back and I'm sick. And I'm like, something is up, you know, I'm thinking maybe I'm pregnant, but then I had like this excruciating pain on the left side of my pelvis. And I'm like, man, there's no blood or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm not miscarrying, you know, um, I don't know what's going on. So I did take a pregnancy test. The pregnancy test came back negative, but I'm still in pain. So I go to the ER. I left work. Well, actually, I think I called out that day. But anyway, so I go to the ER and they're like, ma'am, you have a cyst on your ovary and it's ruptured. So apparently we get cyst every month on our ovaries. And they, you know, they open and they they go away. They they um they shrink. Every month you get them. But then there are some that linger and they rupture. So they was rupturing. So on top of that, they're like, hey, while we're in here, we see you have some fibroids. Do you have really heavy periods? And I said, that I do. So um, they're like, okay, well, you need to make sure that you do a follow up with your OB. And, you know, these could prevent you from getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So I explained this to Charles I'm good. I was discharged. And then, you know, we're still trying in the midst of this. And I'm still being disappointed every month. And so then we go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor and I got checked up on, but then I bring Charles back with me. So we have an appointment together. They put my legs up in the stir, stirrups and then they did an ultrasound and they took pictures and this was live. They did a video as well. So we get to see the inside of my uterus. So go in there and Charles is looking up like right where you're sitting Brooke he's turned around and he's looking up at the monitor right and he's like is that what's going on right there it's this huge mass that's inside of my uterus and the lady is like yes so she's just a radiology tech so she didn't want to get too involved in it but she did explain you guys are definitely going to have to talk to the doctor and the doctor is going to read to you what you're seeing but this could be preventing you from getting pregnant okay cool So at this point, I'm a little bit weary because I'm like, you know, you hear about fibroids. I've heard about fibroids before. Pretty much every woman I've known has dealt with fibroids at this point. But I didn't know, you know, what that they could actually prevent me from getting pregnant. This is the first time I actually want to get pregnant. And the time I want to get pregnant, I can't freaking get pregnant. Like, that's all I want to know about at this point. So we go inside um, the doctor's office. We sit down with her and we talk about what's going on with me and what the options are so she's like you have two fibroids that are sitting inside of your uterus and they're actually blocking any of his men from meeting your eggs because yours it's like you're two months pregnant right now you've been two Mm -hmm. months pregnant for god knows how long at this point i've been two months pregnant for like five years now at this point so um because i had to learn about what fibroids are actually what they are, they're really just benign tumors. They thrive off of sugar. They thrive off of everything that you don't estrogen. need, which is why I turned my diet around and became very strict with my diet. Um, they love caffeine. You know, you get that little sugar fiend. You're like, oh my God, I need some sugar. They really, really, really do love sugar. They, they will swell. They will make you constipated. They um, will mm-hmm. make you bloated. Um, they will. They are mood changers. Because it's something that's benign. It's something that's there that's in your body that's not supposed to be there. And and mine have been there. But mine, for me, it was like mind over matter. She said, what do you want to do? Either you can have a C-section right now. You can get pregnant. Then you can come back and you can have another C-section. But I didn't like that. I said, I didn't want you to, you just get to take my choice. Like just because I'm having fibroids removed, I automatically have to have C-sections if I get pregnant. I didn't want that. And then two, she said, at the time right now, your blood pressure is so high. Even if you did get pregnant, I would have to take your baby from you. Now, I had been going to my OB for a while. I really trusted her. So for me, I didn't need I didn't feel the need to seek out a second opinion. I trusted her medical expertise and, and me and Charles talked about it afterwards. And I really did feel defeated. He looked over at me. and He was like, Vera, this is your body. What do you want to do? Because if you die, I can't make another you. But if this baby dies or something happens to the baby, I, we can make another baby. We can get through that, but I can't get through like just not going on because you've passed away because you're trying to get a baby here that we don't even know. Do we need this baby? Do we want this baby that much? And so I went through that. I had to ask myself, do I want this baby? Do I want a baby that I don't even know that I need or that I want? Because at this point in time in my life, even though he doesn't know this is the first time I've ever disclosed this, I was really still dealing with a lot of my mental issues from the abuse that I endured as a child and working out. Am I really even going to be a a good mother? Mm -hmm. Really? Really? What do I have to give this child? I know that I'm great and everybody thinks that I'm great and I am great. I am. I am. (laughs) But... Am I going to be able to work through those things? So I healed from it. I moved forward with it. And I just, we just progressed through our life. It was just like, it's okay if we don't have children, but this is just what we are going to go through together. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have a full life, a nice life together. Children are here. We have children in our lives. Charles has 15 nieces and nephews, and then my brother has two children of his own as well 16, 17. We have two godchildren. Okay. 18, 19, we've just been given a whole new two, two more nieces, a whole nother niece has just been born. And then somebody just gave me and Charles a whole nother 15 year old. Like we got kids. (laughs) Okay. We got kids and we've had them. And at this point now I was 28, then 27, 28, then I'm 35. Now I'll be 36 in January. Three years ago, it hit it really hit. We had a niece that was living here with us and we were actually making um the 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 um the time we were trying to figure out if we could adopt her. She lived here with us for a year. And when she left because her mom decided that she wanted her back, it wasn't until and I'm sorry l- last year I really came to grips with, you know what? I don't need my own. I I I I really don't need my own. I'm good. I am good. But also I didn't go through. I didn't push through the fire of having the C-section. Cause everybody's like, probably like, Oh, it was just a C-section V. Why did not you just have a C-section? I realized that I didn't want it enough. And that too, I really was still trying to work through my stuff. Would I be a good mother? Or would I, could I abuse my child? Would I, be coming home every day yelling at my child because I can be very quick tempered and very short patient, short with my patience, And I've taken that out on my nieces right now. And I've had to catch myself. I'm a whole lot better now, but and a whole lot better. But that's just being honest. Like, would I have done the same things that I endured as a child? And that's something that's scary. And you don't know until you mm-hmm. get in those moments. Mm-hmm. You don't. And my baby niece was a different type of child. She's she was a sensory child. She liked to touch and touch on everything. And I came from the household like we talked about last last podcast. <laughs> Children are seen. They're not heard. Heart. You don't touch nothing. Your parents got you white furniture. You don't sit on that furniture. Right. You don't do that. It's She's covered in plastic. Of, okay. <laughs> she was the type of child that learned through touch. I said, I'm going crazy in here yelling. She looking at me like, why are you What's yelling? Wrong? <laughs> I, I don't understand why you do. Auntie, I ain't even do nothing. I ain't even do bruh. nothing. And she's a baby, but she's like, huh. So I literally had to pray for patience. And, and, and really, when you pray for patience, God gives you the opposite. He don't give you patience. He just gives you more stuff to deal with. I literally had to learn how to shut up. And just process and learn how to just deal with things like literally, okay, this is what's going on. She's touching. I love your table. Okay. What is she feeling? What is she touching? You feel that with her. Get on her level. She's not hurting anything. She's mm-hmm. just putting handprints all over your glass it's table. It's almost
1: like she wants to learn through That's touch. It. And she's she's curious. And I think we sometimes suppress children's uh, creativity yes. and curiosity by always being like don't touch that or don't, don't do ask. that sit down yeah
2: stand down and we want them to be quiet and we want them to do that and i we just had her this past weekend and, and charles charles was like why do you ask why and i said she asked why because nobody answers her questions mm-hmm. so i'm literally getting and on her level what is it that she needs? She needs my attention. Mm-hmm. What questions does she have to ask? Let me give her an answer that's sufficient for her. And even if she asks me why again, I'll have the patience enough to to fulfill whatever it is, it is that she needs. And so, you know, when people ask, and just recently we had to deal with this in the last past couple of years, Charles's family coming to grips with the fact that we're not having children. And I had to ask him and, you know, Hey, are you comfortable with our decision? I'm totally comfortable with it now. I'll spat it out to anyone, to, to, them, to shout it out to the mountaintops. We're not having any kids. And I'm comfortable with that. But you have to be comfortable with that as well. And so I had to actually have a conversation with his family to tell him, hey, because just like you said, they approached the woman. Mm-hmm. His family was approaching me. Mm-hmm. They weren't asking Charles. Mm-hmm. They didn't say,
1: hey, or do you have some issues with the I think it's a, like they, they just, think the woman is the one that's making that. I mean, it is your like body. Was, but
2: they felt like I was making that decision. Yeah, I'm but like, for no, the I'm
1: both not, of you. <laughs> I'm not making that decision. <laughs> yeah, that was collected, How y'all. you know it ain't him? <laughs> I mean, How you uh, just going to assume?
0: We get it, too. We get it, too. We get it a lot, too.
1: Is it from
2: a different? Same people. From the same people
0: the same people. I mean, you know, the thing is and, and it's They um, must be
2: asking when we not together, yeah. babe, because straight up, they always come to me and yeah. it would be particularly, you know, your mom and your sister's like, hey, so when y'all gonna have kids? We not. Y'all right. gonna pay for daycare? That's my get follow-up it. question. I and like to say, get it all so time. y'all gonna pay for daycare? And everybody's looking around like, well,
1: yeah. <laughs> the joy of children, I'm sorry, Charles Knight, I think you the are. joy of children is the, is the is the thought, but not the, um, people don't think about not all the of the... logistics. Right. 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 Everything, everything <laughs> Listen, that actually has
0: here. to happen. It's like, Y'all thinking about fairy tales. Yeah. Exactly.
2: It's like the baby <laughs> is not on the Mars. the yeah. you bring the baby here from outer space? <laughs> yeah. We can. Now, where is the baby yeah, going to live?
1: Yeah. They can't like paying mortgage and rent right now y'all like it's, it's serious up. that 135 a week that we was paying <sighs> like when my daughter was little that is not the case anymore it's like well, 135 plus.
2: that's the extra that's the add-on for okay food.
1: for the fee that's the fee and it used <sighs> to be that a week when my baby was little um depending on the, i mean the daycare that we had her in before we moved was a five-star in-home daycare and this lady was a director of a daycare for 17 years she was excellent she has retired she decided some years ago to retire because she was like children are not the same they're not mm. being raised in the same type of household they don't have the same respect that they used to have it's hard to teach them and guide them like it was back in the day and she retired uh, and shout out just, to her She, I mean because it's, it's hard we're already talking about bringing children here Um, there's so many things going on that can affect them as they're growing my thought is do I want to put my child in a position to have to face this world and this time do i have the resources to even take care Mm. of
2: that child when now that's my thought yeah um Uh. the other day just the other day somebody asked me veronica uh, uh she said uh you guys look you look familiar do you go to world overcomers I said I do she said wow is your husband such and such I said no you don't know my husband he's not a part of leadership I said however I spouted out my best friend's father's name I said do you know him she said she did and I said well you know her mom and we got to talking and I said yeah you know my best friend just had a baby and she was like oh congratulations do you and your husband have children I said no ma'am we don't and she said, Oh, wow, do you want? Ch-? No, ma'am, we don't. Children are expensive. Saying, and I can't be sitting here with you getting my nails done. <laughs> Listen, okay. I had not thought all of that. If, <laughs> if I have a baby. And she was like, oh, wow. She said, yes, children are very expensive. And they are. And let's just keep it Let's just keep it real. Charles says it all the time. A lot of the people that we know did not plan to have a baby. Not at all. You did not plan it. You literally just got pregnant and you were like, hey, this is just what I'm going to deal with. Mm-hmm. Because this, was, this is how your blessing came to you. Because children are a blessing. It's a hand that I but you dealing. got pregnant. A lot of nine times out of 10, a lot of people just getting pregnant out of irresponsibility, just being irresponsible. Let's be real. And it happens. And then you're like, hey, let's just deal with this issue face face on. Let's just deal with it. We're going to deal with it. But to plan it and it doesn't happen or to plan it and then you do get pregnant and then you lose your baby. You know, that's just a lot. And then you have somebody who some random person that walks up to you that lady was random y'all she didn't even know me at the nail salon she she didn't know she didn't know that I may have had an issue with losing children she didn't she wouldn't have known that i oh ma'am I'm, what if I said oh yes ma'am I was pregnant but I just miscarried this mm-hmm. week
1: what do you what is your follow-up and I think but what so, is your follow-up and you head? don't and so for me like if she probably came to me in that manner and was like what well, do y'all plan on it's the way you ask people some people and it may trigger some emotions you know if you are struggling or you just miscarried but if you came to me in that nature i probably wouldn't feel so offended you Mm -hmm. know i think you was just trying to make conversation but for those people like y'all don't have no children yet how long y'all been married girl they do it all the time
2: y'all ain't got no kid they do it to (laughs) us all the time ridiculous
0: and
2: like i I just told somebody the other day that's part of the freedom of it now i just i've just gotten acquainted accustomed to the freedom of it all and i'm not trying to paint my life out to be you know something better than what it is or whatever me and charles do have a great life we are blessed and to be able to be in the children's life that we are in that is a great thing to be able to pour into these children and to be able to give them back and then they go home later (laughs) and my house is quiet again (laughs) When they hear, <laughs> they are here and they take over everywhere. Mm-hmm. All these little spaces, you got little mm-hmm. shoes and, mm-hmm. and you got you got, you got got little baby drawers over here and then you got grown baby drawers over here and it's like, listen, this is where mm-hmm. the dirty clothes hamper is. It's <laughs> down here in the laundry room and I got the little one. Hey, you think you're exempt from doing chores? You need to do chores too. You need to come dump these trash cans. Your sister is in here washing the dishes. You're going to dump these trash cans and you know, it's just important. Like in the same way that we are in our marriage and making a good person to our counterparts and our peers, we're, we understand that it's a responsibility to those children too, to have something steady and have something that is happy and that they feel joyful to be around. You know, um, they they see us when we, you know, intimate in the sense of just sharing like, you know, just small exchanges of ho- holding hands or giving each other a pass on the back or just safe hugging and, you know, to just being intimate with each other, kissing and showing each other affection. And at first it used to be like, I'll be saying that. <laughs> why? why? Why you? Why? Why are you on my auntie? Why are you on my auntie? You know. Now it's like, mm, you give her a kiss. Mm, I want a kiss too, because they need to learn that. You need to see that. So you think about all these these reasons of why we don't have kids. We don't have kids so we can be good to these other kids that we got. Yeah. That's it. It's a sacrifice. Shout out to all the women that get asked the question of why you not married yet, girl. And you know Ooh. you a good girl. Shout out to all those women who get mm. asked that question because dudes don't really get. I mean, dudes get asked that question because I have asked guys mm. that question before. It
0: might not be that good.
2: Anyway. <laughs> and I say I say to the friends, stay encouraging and Block people when they ask your friends that and you with them. Cause I tell people that all the time, don't ask that question. It's happened to <laughs> some of us and we was in a group and somebody did that to one of our other. And I was like, don't no, ask that question. Let's not go there, yeah. And the question was, so the, and she, she flipped the question and she said, well, why do I have to be? What do you say to that? I mean, what do you say to that? Like, why like, does society I, make you feel like that's a necessity? Me, <laughs> like, I'm you on gotta this other do side it. Like, I told like, you. Like, did not. I told yeah. you not <laughs> <ask."> <laughs> she warned you. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> know, you just, was warned. You know, just just mind your freaking business
1: on so many things. It's I so mean, so this many is, many. is just a small, but these are more impactful things that you should be minding your business on, especially from the outside. I mean, it's enough family pressure. Then you have those just walking on you know, walking by that just happen to make conversation with you and then they asking like you know, I, I deserve to interject and tell you why and how and ask you why you're not this and not doing that. Why didn't you go to college? Why haven't you graduated from college yet? Why are you doing a trade? Why didn't you take up the same trade or the same profession that your father had or your mother had or your granddaddy had? Who says that I
2: wanted (laughs) to go into that trade?
0: Really glad that you said that. So a lot of people, they look at you and they have expectations based on an image that you've created, a stereotype. You have this and you don't have that or you don't have that and you have this. Why don't you have this? They want to create an equation for you and saying you have this plus this. So it should equal this, right? No, not right. This is my life. I do what I do. You know, I get that people, you know, they want to make suggestions to you and, you know, hey, I'm just trying to help or I care, you know, all, all that is all well and fine. Uh, until it becomes just borderline crossing the line you're you're being disrespectful Mm -hmm. and you're Mm -hmm. you you're just in my business now it's not that you care you don't really care you're just trying to figure out what i'm doing like for whatever for your own for your own uh, personal pleasure what
2: about and i i mean i can only imagine if my nieces came to me and god we need some nephews Um, if one of my nieces came to me and they just said, auntie, you know, what do you think about this career path? And I'm telling you, this is your way to go. And then you totally do everything opposite of that, or you fail. And, but this is what you wanted to do. I'm going to be invested in that. You know, it's hard to, to say to your child, Hey, what you're doing is mediocre. I need you to do more because I know that you're capable Mm -hmm. of doing more. You know, how do you. How do you just kind of fall back on your feelings? Because, you know, me and my mom, we would go toe-to-toe about that whole school thing. And she's just like, you know, you need to be a role model for your nieces. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm less than now. You can be a role model without
1: being a higher uh, higher educated student. I mean, you don't have to, not saying that college is bad, even if you have a, a child that you poured into, you really th- wanted them to do more than what they're doing. Sometimes you have to fall back. I mean, we talked about this in the previous uh, uh, episode about being a person that learns the hard way. Mm. There are a lot of things we want in a certain time frame, and sometimes that's just not how life is going to take us Mm -hmm. and sometimes we just have to give people that time and understanding to guide them back and when you pressure them a lot of times that's when people are resistant they They Mm -hmm. rebel i am trying to get myself especially with having a child that is getting to a college or higher education age to talk to her as to what is causing the problem. Why do you feel like you can't accomplish this? What can I do to help you? My question to her this year is, What are are you struggling with this? Have you had an opportunity to complete this? If not, what can I do to help you? It's not a, I told you to turn this. You know if you had assignments, you should have been working on them early. Uh, even though that is true, right. what is it that you, that you need assistance with that's keeping you from completing this right. work right. so that we can get through this year? Because I said, we're going to get through this school year together. You know, you didn't ask to be here. And although I've done high school, I feel like, you know, I don't be wanting to do it again. It is my responsibility to make sure that you have everything you need to succeed. Right. Beyond that, if I've done that um, and you still go in the opposite way, sometimes you're just going to have to back off. Right. It's That's just true. like that.
2: My boss um, ended up meeting my mom at a baseball event and he, it was like, they had the, It was like my parents were meeting for the first time. It was freaking hilarious. And he's just like, you know, I love your daughter. I just think that she has so much p- potential. I can't wait for her to go to school. And he's like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure she goes to school. And I'm looking over at my mom like why Why did you say <laughs> that? Why did you say that, that to her? She's like, I know she looks back at me like, I know I'm like, <laughs> is this deja vu? But he said, he said to her, he said something to her that was so profound and it wasn't even a whole bunch of words. He said, but it's not our responsibility to tell her we have to guide her. Mm-hmm. She has to do what she wants to do and we have to guide her and support her in whatever decision that she makes. And so in all things, if you love people, just be respectful of their space, bro. Like, you can't invade other people's space. Yeah. Don't evade their privacy, especially people that you just don't know. I've never walked up to a random and be like, oh, you pregnant, you know, and they're really Oof. not pregnant. I mean, Yikes. or... I have. I, I, yeah, you're just and it will make you not do it ever again. <laughs> it will stop you from doing it. Look yeah, here. I remember the time that you said that you did that. It's just disrespectful, <laughs> but... <laughs> I just think that I fall back on the questions because I felt that pressure before I felt the pressure and the weight that it brings. And you, you, you make people feel inadequate about who they are. I can't tell you how many times people have made me feel low behind their questions of why haven't you had a baby? Why you? And Oh my God. One time my mom said, well, why you ain't give him no baby? What? Oof. because i that's right i put the sperm inside mm-hmm. of myself that's yeah. right that's how it happens mm-hmm. on some asexual stuff
1: I've turkey based the that mug right uh, on up okay <laughs> uh, <my laughs> made God. it work My God. you my just God. have to be mindful of the internal struggles people sure may be how, faced you sure know how to trap a guy <laughs> 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 so stupid <laughs> you have to be mindful you of do. people in time people <laughs> can't even People's internal struggles. <laughs> yeah, it's you
2: roll up on them. And, and listen, question. just keep this in mind. How about don't ask people those questions because you don't want to get cussed out because what if people but just start know, cussing you out?
1: My, my
0: thing is like, you describe. know, we, we spoke about it earlier, but like, seriously, when you ask somebody that and then they give you the answer, but it's not the answer you want to hear most of the time when you say, hey, are you having children? Or hey, why didn't you go to school? And they say like, oh, like... You going to pay for it?
1: Oh, my God. I love that. It's like, you know, and
0: and they're like, oh, oh, oh. Like, no. Of course you're not going to pay for it. What are you asking? Why are you asking me that That's, a, that's the
2: question I ask. Why you are you asking daycare? me?
0: Because yeah. you don't have, you know, why are you asking me these questions and you don't have a better solution? Mm-hmm.
1: And I've heard people say, hey, when you have a second child, you know, we'll make a way. And I said, you know, that sounds good. Oh, but listen, oh, I have heard a couple dude, people. I have heard you just people just a rainbow say that. above your head just, when you said that. I have heard a few people say, you know, kind of suggest things of that nature. And I was like, it sounds really good. I have never heard anything. I have heard people say Hey we will figure We will figure mm, out a out, way you We'll work And I'll mean, like yeah. it, it, That's I love your You'll figure it <laughs> out <laughs> love I have your never On this guy's green earth Heard say anybody say I have
2: Veronica and Charles You guys have a baby And we'll make a way yeah, we'll
1: Instead it. they looking for us To make a way Well no I'm saying A person is pregnant And you're asking them mm-hmm. How are you going to Handle this mm-hmm. Because you're not really In a financial position are To we, do oh, that well, And this we've is We've made a way Yeah, yeah. We're the
2: make a way foundation yeah. <laughs> Make a way Oh that Okay I get what you're yeah, saying oh, we, now we, It's
1: like we look to Oh we gonna do Well let's We got a sponsor over here yeah. And I immediately yeah. <laughs> That's gonna step <laughs> that's, in Every time it. something <laughs> happens yeah. And that and 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 I, I hate to say this because you don't want to put purpose or label everything as purpose, but that just might be a, upon your selection to do so. What you, you know, what you guys may be here for to stand in the gap, and it all may. that is always it not is. a monetary thing, but you know, it's it's just crazy. But a lot of
0: time, but a lot of more times than not,
1: it
2: is. It is financial,
0: and and because that's a lot of that's a thing that a lot of people deal with. And um, a lot of times they'll say, you know, oh, well, I just don't have the money. And people will be like, oh, that's not an excuse. You got to have drive. You got to be able to do this. And you got to want it to and it. yada, yada, yada. But the reality is
1: you need money. You just, which money the makes, world world go money makes the world go stuff. round. Money makes the world go round.
0: There's it. no need to plan on having a child when you just, you don't, have the money yeah. when you're not financially right. back. Both of y'all broke, but you're like, oh, let's well, have a baby. Condoms, that's, condoms not a smart, okay? that's not a smart, <laughs> condoms, that's not a are smart idea. That's not a smart idea. Just like support. it wasn't a smart idea for you to, you know, Be kids, you know, teenagers, Mm -hmm. and incidentally get pregnant. We do it so it it just. I'm not saying that that is not the best thing. Didn't come out of it because when you have the children, it's a blessing. It it, we you know, and you know, I love all of the children, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't the smartest thing Mm -hmm. for y'all to do it the way that you did it.
2: Mm-hmm. And then what what ends up happening behind that is, especially when you end up having a lot of children, you can't pay attention to all those kids. You cannot. Some of those kids are gonna get lost um, it, um, it along the way. It happens. Listen, one of
1: uh, two
0: every kid needs personal
1: t- attention. One of my team yeah. members said that she was saying like, "Oh my gosh, the neighbors were looking for that." This happened in Raleigh. Oh, God. oh my gosh, the neighbors are looking for their child. The child went to work at the pool. He was a pool attendant for I guess the the country club or the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Went to to work. Hurt. and it started the storm never came back home he is the he was the or is the eldest of seven kids in a wow. two or three bedroom home in that neighborhood wow. and i finally just it dawned on me because i didn't hear anything else but i was like you know what happened to that young man that you said was missing for like four days they couldn't find him oh honey it ran away probably couldn't take it probably was just and she was like this is the parent that had the kids at the pool while she's sitting on the side drinking a beer and they running around on the concrete and you know mm-hmm. being unattended and the guy that's at the pool will teach them how to swim and stuff like that and i'm like it's
2: that's so sad it's sad because Brooke. and i hate this because I, so I know sad. some children
1: have are just being selfish and but it's hard to be Amongst a a whole amount of kids, and just feel insignificant or feel like you're not getting the attention that you require. And I was like, that's crazy because he probably just went home and was like, I can't take this. I'm not coming back at the age of 15. And I think you don't even realize how dangerous it is for you to be like, I'm leaving and I'm not going back. Right. He ended up being (sighs) at the best friend's house, um, Um, who (laughs) has like one sibling. And I said he probably go over there every day and was yep. like, "Oh, this every is day. great. Like, yep. ain't got no ugly, he ain't got yep. no little toddlers running around, messing up your stuff. You know, you got your own room." And I said yep. that's very sad. But it it's is. true. It is. My fear was always having a second child and not being able to um provide like extracurricular activities or just anything just vacations time clothing anything that i needed to the first child that was here and sometimes your situation
2: changes tied mm -hmm. and it gets better you know you can come out doing everything your power for that one child and then you get a second income in there and you're able to you know work it out work it out and that child is able to experience more it was sad i don't think she realized how sad this was but i heard I overheard a coworker that comes over to your area all the time mm-hmm. say i failed my first child but i'm going to do right by the second one and i'm like man to have that feeling i mean don't i've had them type of feelings sad. before
1: yeah. i'm like i don't feel being, like i'm being, being a parent hundred percent like I could be. I feel like I'm letting but I mean then you think about the you, things that parents have to go through. You with learn. A child, you learn.
0: You do you, you, and then, and, then, it's and it's trial so and error. Yeah, one thing, one thing that I always tell my homeboy, he had his first child, you know, a couple years ago. And the one thing that I tell him like, you know, whether you have, you know, multiple children, whether you just have this child or mm-hmm. whatever, every child is different um, every time they come every single but there were billions of people on this earth Mm -hmm. every single person is different i said there's no book written that raised this child you know people are like oh you know you can read books and you can read this to learn whatever okay cool a lot of that stuff is generic and there are some rules that just apply to everything but in your kid's case there is no book that has been written about Tawana. On how to raise no. that kid. There's a book that's being written by us on how to raise Tawana. Exactly. It's being written right now. And it's it. gonna be written. It, the book's not gonna be finished until you know she's out the house or whatever mm-hmm. and, and doing her own thing or right. whatnot. Boom. Then that book, that one book on raising her is done. There's generic pieces that you can universal, I should say, that you can apply to each and every each and every child. But as far as your child goes, every, any individual child, there's nothing that anyone else outside of you can tell you about raising that that one individual.
2: That's true. We got stuck on talking about kids. And I think it was just because that one just touches a nerve more than anything. I've heard things about, oh, well, why you cut all your hair off? why you ain't I thought you was growing <laughs> your hair out why are you doing tattoo. that why 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 you get that tattoo why why you get that piercing why you dating that guy why you move to California why why you decide to move to a place where no one where you know no one else you know, regardless of it being about a job or anything like that, everybody has something to say about everything. everything. Sorry about everything. Have, Why you going to school for that? You right. know, and that
0: and that's something that's always bothered me since I was a young a young man. You know, a teenager even. You know, is when I got this tattoo. If you see, I threw, I raised my shirt up or whatever. Um, I know uh, you haven't seen this tattoo, but. Right here is a question mark on on my shoulder and it says, Can I live? And so people would always it looks ask like it says question.
2: Carol Love.
0: That's, <laughs> that's, that's <how> I mean. <laughs> it's it. it's <laughs> it's in cursive. Carol Love. It's in cursive. But but so what if it said Carol Love? So what? It is what it
2: is. So what? Carol Love question mark. It but,
0: makes no sense. But but um it does not make sense to you. But um the Tattoo Says, Can I Live? And that was always something that um, meant a lot to me because people would always come to me and ask me, hey, why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? Why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? And I would always hark back to, and I know we mentioned Jay-Z earlier, mm-hmm. <laughs> but on Jay-Z's um, debut album, Reasonable Doubt, he has a song called Can I Live? Mm-hmm. And it's basically you know, a song about, Hey, look, I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, y'all, y'all want me to be this, but look, what can I live? I just want to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. can I live? And so that's basically, you know, how I live my life, you know, as an adolescent growing up into an adulthood, people were saying, Hey, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. You know, telling me what I needed to be when, Nobody walks in my shoes but me. Nobody lived my life but me. Nobody went through what I went through but me. And And what if those decisions that
2: that you made, they helped you get to the place that you are in your life? life. They brought that success. They brought you to be able to be blessed. You're filled with wisdom. And so, you know, everybody's going to have opinions and thoughts about what they feel like you should be doing. But you have to essentially do what is best for you. And it all is about your path. You know, girl, you ain't found that man yet because it's not your time yet. It's not your time. You have some things that you may still be working through. And the same is for a man because I don't want to act like men don't struggle to find the person that they want to be with as well. I just think that you guys should take that time. I I am an advocate of that. You will always hear me say, take the time to be single, focus on you, do you, have fun doing you. That don't mean sleeping around with everybody. That just means you're embracing and enjoying (laughs) your time of freedom because when you're married, you have someone else to be accountable for. It's real life. Learn
1: how to be accountable For yourself first.
2: Okay. (laughs) Any other things you guys want to add before we end? episode seven w-
1: I just want to say people don't I mean definitely mind your business and yes it, it's okay to get frustrated with those that don't but also um, don't be too prideful some people that are interjecting or telling you things it's because they love you and, and they care and it's for your good so know the difference between the two That's right. um, That's right. because sometimes people are stepping in because they want you to do better and they can assist they've had those life experiences and they want to make sure that you don't slip into that same trap so just know the difference for those that don't understand how I don't have a filter just take the time to think before you let something fly out of your mouth don't uh mistake it we are all grown and you know that filter kind of dies down as you age however I still remind myself to be mindful of what I say you can also do the same (laughs) so just uh be mindful and cautious when you just rolling up on people
0: just don't sweat the small stuff you know people uh, are gonna always pressure you um, that's just the way this society is. Society has already painted an image of what they think that you should be, but you don't necessarily have to be that. and You don't have to go that route. Be yourself. Um, it's what I, you know, what I preach a lot and what I what I've mentioned to other people in, you know, in the last podcast, even Um you know, I, I just I love free spirited people, people who want to be themselves and people who want to do their own thing. You know, sometimes it's good, sometimes for the good and sometimes for the bad. I like I like some bad people, you know, and, th- and this, you know, I just do
2: you like cocaine.
0: Sure. I mean, you know, people it, it like, you know. If that's the way that you want to go, if that's your thing, that's where you want to go.
2: Do what you want to do. I can't tell you what it's like you do.
1: It's your thing. Do
2: what you want to do. I can't tell you what
1: it's like you do. Okay, go ahead all right y'all we love (laughs) y'all we out peace